0: So why is it the most popular music format in the country doesn't work in the Big Apple again? we got to mention the Facebook rebrand nonsense. What a mess. And Keith (laughs) has some interesting observations on some moves at Bonneville. Welcome again. Each Tuesday and Thursday, we spend a few minutes talking about media. We give our opinions and our thoughts on both traditional media, radio, TV, print. You know that. As well as the burgeoning new digital side of the business. I'm Jackson Weaver in Seattle. My co-host is Keith Samuels, who is in Southern California. Keith, good morning. Good Good morning, Jackson. And for Thursday, November 4th, this is Media Insultant. Okay, Keith, you know the old adage, what's in a name? I mean, we coined Media Insultant as a play on media consultants because Lord knows there are a load of those in the business. But then Facebook decides to change their corporate name. They chose what? Meta. Meta. Yeah. Okay. So why did they choose Meta? What's the whole thinking that goes behind being Meta? instead of Facebook. Well, you know,
1: like Jeff Zuckerberg, you and I live almost full-time in the metaverse. Ah, I had no idea. Yeah, well, I didn't either, but apparently there's a metaverse and and and, and Jeff is really digging the metaverse and that's where he's going to go. But he, I mean, this is a this is a corporate rebrand just like Alphabet owns Google. Hey, that wasn't Alphabet. That was Google. Go talk to the Google guys and now Jeff can say that. Oh, that wasn't that wasn't me. I'm I'm in Meta. I'm in the metaverse. If you got a problem with Facebook, go see the guy running Facebook or the gal running Facebook. And so, you know, it's just it was, you know, completely lambasted, lampooned, otherwise abused over the weekend after the late uh, after last week's uh, announcement of uh, of the new name and the new kind of infinity logo thing that they've got. So, I think I think we should call ourselves Insultant Meta or well, Meta Insultant. Meta-insultant or Mm. uh, insulting the metaverse? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Come
0: on, guys. We are what we are, and we tell you who we are. We're not on an odyssey at all. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, the thing I find interesting about this whole discussion is the press just goes crazy, and they have come up with all these theories as to why Facebook changed their name to Meta. And, you know, basically, you know, as I said to you the other day, uh, there's nothing to see here folks let's move on. This is just 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 nonsense. You know, Mark Zuckerberg could change his garbage bag brand and it would be a story so yeah, yeah, it's just nonsense <laughs> uh Bonneville's got uh suddenly some real active promotions. We want to talk about that in just a few minutes. but first, mm-hmm. Keith, you and I both have worked country stations over the years in fact i started uh, one of my original disc jockey jobs as a kid in high school was working for one of the first country stations north of the mason-dixon up in wisconsin and that's another story in and of itself but my point in this is that new york city is the largest media market in the country and year after year after attempt after attempt a country station never makes it And the latest thing is is odyssey's w n s h Flipped from country to a classic hip hop format they called The Block, 94 7 mm-hmm. The Block. So no more country in the number one market in the country. And I guess my question is wh- why? Why doesn't country work in New York City?
1: Well, if if you and I knew the answer to that question, you know we'd be we'd be making a lot more money and living in the Big Apple and uh, and hosting big country acts like Garth Brooks goes to New York and you know he's, he'll sell out Giant Stadium, he'll sell out Madison Square Garden. There are a lot of country listeners, shall I say, closeted country listeners in New York. They just don't have uh, a big enough group to warrant having a station. But you know it's interesting because you know there have been off and on eras when there were no there was no country station in new york and it was always a big thing for the country music association and other associations of our of our one of my favorite my favorite format oh my god there's no country in new york the media buyers won't, won't know what we sound like they won't know the greatest hits well you and i have both made national sales calls in the city of new york and we go around to all the big ad agencies and all the big uh, media buying companies in new york They all knew and understood the importance of country, where country was important and valuable. You know, where you had a viable country station, like, you know, Tucson or Phoenix, you know, or Seattle, where there are always a couple of country stations battling it out, never had any problems in, in, in those calls, those sales calls, where you know the buyers never said to me, you know, because there isn't a station in New York, I don't know what your format's like. No, they all knew what our format was like and they all knew how important we were. And they all spent a ton of money on us because they saw the value of our stations and they knew the value of the format. Just because it's not in New York, it's in New Jersey, it's in Connecticut, it's upstate New York, it's around New York. It just isn't in New York City. I think we're all overwrought over this development, and I don't see it as that big a deal. By the way, you know, now they can stream all, how many different country formats on Sirius? There's probably a half dozen country stations on Sirius, and you've got Pandora, and you've got Spotify, and you've got Apple Music. It's not like country isn't there, it just isn't on an over-the-air station in New York. Well, the, I, but, the question, I, you know,
0: but, Keith, the question is, from a strategic standpoint for the broadcaster, you know, this was yeah. a, a signal that had some problems in in Manhattan. Okay. So the the strategy, it would have seemed to me, that might have worked, is that you go in and you say, look, we're the only country station in the market. we got to be on every buy. Now, apparently, that's a strategy that doesn't work, because I'm not the only one who would have thought of that. So, I don't well, Yeah, I don't... And, I, and I have to question whether
1: or not how committed the people doing Nash in, in New York were to the format. In other words, you know, you and I live the format. You know, I was wearing cowboy boots and Wranglers to work to make sales calls on and get out of my BMW and go make a sales call on my cowboy boots. And I was showing the buyers, look, you can like country, you can live the lifestyle and still drive a Beamer, you know, and an F 250 Power Stroke diesel 4x4 Ford pickup truck. You know, and live in you know, and live at Pine Lake in Issaquah. You know, you could do that. So we we spent our lives busting the stereotypes of the good old boy country format. And I don't know that anybody in New York has ever done that. You know, you're you know, they'd get laughed out of the the uh, they'd get
0: laughed off the subway if they if they did that. You know, so you I know. think there's another there's another strategy that. Could have worked in previous times. You know, they had really good ratings and really good coverage on the New Jersey side, and as well as you know, Southern Long Island. The problem is, is that the reduction in small local uh, businesses—the mm-hmm. the guys with the local dealerships, the guys at the local lumber yards, and the local home improvement and the local furniture—that's all national now. And whereas you used to be able to take a station like that, program country, and ignore Manhattan and just sell retail locally, there's not enough local retail Mm -hmm. to make that strategy work. So, I mean, I think it's interesting, and there's some other factors. I just find it intriguing that the most popular format, most popular music format in the country isn't working in New York and, candidly, has had some problems in L.A., as you know.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, uh, at least it's represented and it's on the air. But our our country station here in Los Angeles, uh, KKGO Go Country 105, is 18th in the ratings. You know, they're they're lucky to be in the top 20. And I've worked for country stations where they were the number one in the market. It was right. a slam dunk. Um, you know, but even in even in Riverside, San Bernardino, where you know where you think there's a lot of country listeners, and there are, you know, K Frog froggy is uh, is eighth in the market you know so it you know it's 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 barely a top 10 uh, radio station in in the, in, the in, in an area where you think the demographics are perfect for it so yeah it's it's uh it's, well, it's not 40%. it's not easy everywhere but you know in LA in Southern California you know it, it, the market is 40 45 percent Hispanic so there are Hispanic country listeners and there's Hispanic Latin radio, Spanish language listeners. There just aren't enough to drive the format to be a top 10 station at
0: this point. We're going to dig into this, I think, a little further in subsequent issues. I'm just intrigued because it uh, is a format that, well, as I said, I just don't quite understand totally. But we'll talk about that in subsequent uh, versions of Media Insultant. Uh, Bonneville is owned by the LDS Church. It's their broadcast wing, and they've had some real unusual personnel movements lately. Keith, uh, talk to us. Talk to me about that.
1: Well, you know, I'm not so. How, I'm not sure how unusual, but it is unusual for them to do this kind of thing. Now, now, um, now, Bonneville International, which is essentially a, a, a small radio group with one television station, so they have KSL five, the NBC affiliate in Salt Lake City. Uh, they have a handful of radio stations in in Salt Lake. Uh, you know, soft AC station. They've got the, the legendary news talk station KSL, which is you know, one of the greatest talk stations in America. And then they own stations in Phoenix, Sacramento, San Francisco, uh, and Seattle. So it's kind of a West Coast regional group, really well run by Daryl Brown up in Salt Lake City. Um, and this this last week, they announced that they were promoting one of their market managers, Scott Sutherland, in Phoenix, to be to oversee all of the radio stations in the group other than salt lake city salt lake city is seen by is overseen by another woman who oversees all the radio in salt lake and all the and the tv station in salt lake so she's she manages their media properties in their home market and then so so that so scott getting promoted means that his old job running phoenix is available is open and then the next shoe drops almost immediately. Bob Call, who's their general manager, market manager in Denver, r- announces his retirement. And after 52 years of being in the radio business, anybody deserves a retirement. <laughs> and certainly Bob Call has done it really well. And I, the last part of his career, he's like been Mister Denver. He's run Denver for Intercom and now uh, and now Bonneville, and he's done. You know, he's very very highly thought of. But he's hanging it up, so he's retiring. And now that job, so now all of a sudden Bonneville has two big market manager jobs, Denver and Phoenix, open. And I've got to think that Daryl Brown and, and Scott Sutherland and and, and and the brain trust at Bonneville you know, is not going to just do these things without having this already thought out. Who they're going to promote to be a market manager in either Denver or, 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 or a Phoenix or who they're already planning on bringing in. You know it just it doesn't seem like you know, hey, let's just promote Scott and then let's just post the job and see who can be our market manager in phoenix i don't I don't see it's it's kind of like when they when Dave Pridemore retired in Seattle right, and they brought in uh they promoted the d o s the director of sales to be the market manager they don't they don't leave these jobs open for recruiting very often In in San Francisco they did a, a change, you know switch out with intercom in that whole market rearrangement. They ended up, you know, hiring Val Mackey, who, was, who had been out of work since, uh, uh, you know, Emma Solar station in, uh, in, in Los Angeles. So, uh, you know, I, I got to think that, there's, that, that there's, there's things in place. But my word of advice, if Bonneville was listening, if Scooter in, in, in Phoenix was listening, or if Daryl's listening in, in Salt Lake, it's like, you know what, you, you can attract some seriously great management talent to these two jobs. If you just kind of open it up and maybe look outside a little bit, like you did with Val, okay? Val's a very capable manager, wonderful woman, very experienced. You know, and Steve Donardo is their DOS in San Francisco, is a very experienced broadcaster and knows San Francisco. I, I I'm I'm just encouraging them to kind of open their eyes and see who they can bring in here. And I hope it just isn't a fait accompli that they're gonna promote this person or that person and it's just a matter of a couple of weeks of you know wink, wink, nod, nod,
0: and then they do the press release well, yeah, and most most of these organizations get to be in a downward spiral, you know because we've had so many problems recruiting for the past ten years, so even if you open it up, keith, let's be candid. You end up with the cream de la cream of a pretty depleted pool of managers. Most of the good people have defected, gone to other businesses, have uh, retired, whatever so i I agree with you, it would be nice to see him open it up a little bit. But we're not going to see that. You know, none well, of these, none of, you know, look at it, look at the television side of it. Everybody just shuffles and moves people around. Nobody ever brings anybody new in. And if they do, three months later, they're blown out because they weren't part of the culture. And so, you know, these companies, the culture is more important than anything.
1: Yeah, I think so. But also, you know, there are people that, that can fit that culture. And like Val Mackey, okay? Um, and you, you know, if, I'm shocked that you haven't already gotten a call from Scott about Denver, about (laughs) Phoenix. You know, um, why wouldn't you go out to some of these really top leading leaders in the business? You can have your pick. You know, you literally can have your pick of the best because Bonneville is so stable, so secure, so well-funded, so well-managed. They really are. They are a great radio operator and they're a great television station operator in Salt Lake. You know, and find somebody like that, like you, that could come in and just go, you know, at least give Jackson a call, sound him out, you know. You know, have a bit. They call me to ask me who they think they should hire. You know, because I, I, got, I got two guys I refer to them like right now for Phoenix. That would be a no brainer. But will they make that call? Yeah. Or well, will they, you know, they just keep it in the
0: family? Well I we, I'm I'm flattered by your support and by your your comment unfortunately to take either one of those jobs I'd have to take a step down from hosting and co-hosting with you Media Consultant so probably not going to happen right, <laughs> But that's yeah. it for Thursday Keith uh we're a production of InTown Media and we appreciate any comments anytime at Jackson at InTown Media or ping us on LinkedIn that works just as well we had Ned Steenman interview last week. For those of you who may have missed it, it's a fabulous interview regarding what's going on in the automobile business and how you can sell effectively to auto agencies and auto dealerships. And Keith, I think that's a wrap till next week. This is our sign off. Let's go and have a good weekend. What do you say, buddy? <laughs> it's
1: been a big week, Jackson. I appreciate it. And yeah, I could use I could use a, a nice uh, three day weekend before we hit it next week too. So enjoy your weekend, buddy. Take care.